let's get something straight here. I mean, what character are you on Gilligan's Island? Travel back in time to the 80s, reliving the shenanigans. It was the early 80s, and sex was still a good way to meet new people. The disappointment. Now that's a real shame when folks be throwing away a perfectly good white boy like that. And the self-confidence. I'm six foot, three inches tall, and maintain a very consistent panda bear shape. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Sure, it's not 1985 right now, but who knows what tomorrow will bring. Welcome to Stuck in the 80s. It's your host, Steve Spears with TampaBay.com. And today, with the mighty winds of Tropical Storm, nay, Hurricane Isaac, bearing down on Stuck in the 80s headquarters, we give you another episode of 80s News Now. With me, as always, like a hurricane, he doesn't blow, he sucks. Times pop music critic, Sean Daly. I'm blushing. I'm going to fill out some HR forms now. (laughs) Another one. Um, yes, you know, we're about to go on a, a bit of a hiatus, maybe caused by hurricane, maybe caused by the Republican National Convention, which is rolling into town and taking up, sucking up, much like me, great chunks of our time, yes? God, yes. My schedule kind of rocks, though, and we'll talk about that in a bit. I'm you, going to pretty cool gigs. You know, it's funny, because your schedule, people don't know this, RNC is rolling into Tampa Bay. Uh, the Times, obviously, is a major player in covering it. But every single one of us uh, in Stuck in 80s land and the features department is, is, is committed to covering the celebrity scene. Right. Um, all the mighty Republican uh, actors and musicians out yeah, there. Yeah. Basically, it boils down to this. The Democrats get Alec Baldwin. The Republicans get Stephen Baldwin. Right. And that's basically how it goes. Yeah, you know, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, Polly Shore's brother, Larry Shore. <laughs> so, so consequently... Tampa Bay's turning into like this night scene now for the next week, and so daily night fever, night fever, uh, yeah, <laughs> has to work till what four in the morning every day, it's two in the morning, four or five. You're yeah. here till two, two, right? Which means if you Don't finished up early, spicy. you could <gasps> hit the lair on the way home. And be like, yeah, doo, doo, I might, might as well might as well say it. Yeah, I have um, a Leonard Skinner concert. That'd be fun. <laughs> I got to do Lee Greenwood again at the, but it's at the Hard Rock uh, Casino. I have uh, Kid Rock. I have Gavin DeGraw, which is this big celebrity red carpet thing. But then, right after uh, Governor Mitt Romney gets the official nomination, right, for the uh, Republican uh, presidential nominee, Journey will throw the after party, will be hosting the after party. And you know there's going to be some hijinks. Right. We and, don't stop believing. Right. And we'll talk about that later after the break. Yeah. But first, I'll be it's there. 80s News Now. Commence the hilarity. Now I had the time of my life. No, I never felt like this before. Yes, I swear it's a truth. And I owe it all to you. I owe it all to you. 
Yes, it's 2012, and we're going to honor a movie that was made in 1987 that was actually set in the 1960s. Dirty Dancing, a movie that made a star out of, well, nobody, because Patrick <laughs> Swayze and Jennifer Grey were already heroes in our hearts after Red Dawn. The tale set in the Catskill Mountains. Give, uh, give them a little daily uh, Yiddish horse. <laughs> Oi, the Borscht Belt. A little song, a little dance, a little salsa down your pants. Uh, was released in August 1987 and proceeded to irritate males for a quarter of a century to follow. Do you know what Red Dawn and Dirty Dancing both have in common? No. I, have, I haven't seen either one. <sighs> yeah, take that. 80s suck. Woo, 90s! <laughs> no, I, I'm sorry. I haven't seen either one, okay. but... I'm, I think you can still answer the question. So my question to you, Mr. Daly, is Dirty Dancing really a chick flick when, in fact, it stars Swayze, who is Dalton in Roadhouse, and Bodie in Point Break. Let me see. The number one chick flick of our generation, okay, and we'll say the last 40 years, has probably been The Notebook, right? The Notebook is like the ultimate chick flick. Are you aware of this? Have you seen The Notebook? I haven't seen it. You've seen it several times, I've heard. I have seen The Notebook several times. James Garner's in it. Rockford. It's not that bad. Um, however, Dirty Dancing is 100% a chick flick because no guy has ever said, let's go home and watch Dirty Dancing. Let's fire up the Orville Redenbachers and watch some Dirty Dancing. No guy has ever said that. Uh, 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 ever. I agree. Chick flick. Stamp it. Here's my thing. Now, you must hate this movie because you hate 80s movies that were set in different decades. Yeah, period movies. Yeah. Here's my thing. (laughs) It's, you know, it's it's a movie about this girl who no one cares about, and suddenly she gets the guy of her dreams who, like, just falls all over her. Jennifer Grey, yes or no? Jennifer Grey, yes or no? Yeah. Yeah, you would. Patrick Swayze, yes or no? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, 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 I mean, uh, that alone makes it a chick flick. It's like... That is, the, to me, the definition of it. Plus, the soundtrack, not masculine. No. But, you know, but Swayze. On there, Swayze. <laughs> and you can sort of say Swayze would never make a chick flick. He made perhaps the biggest <gasps> chick flick of the 90s. Oh. Ghost. Yes, that's true. I have seen the Ghost. Biggest. I, I, I oh, come that on. was overrated, Which too. one? Which is the bigger chick flick? Uh, Dirty Dancing or Ghost? Dirty Dancing. Really? Yeah. Ghost has the whole supernatural ghost element to it. Right. Uh, to draw, like, I, I can be entertained by it. It's a little scary in parts. Oh, very scary. Uh, <laughs> uh, so. When the shadows come to life? Yeah, yeah. The shadows, the shadows. And they, and they, they start. Is that a shadow noise? Yeah. And they um, make all those sounds. Oh, jeez. That sounds like my stomach after the <laughs> Angus dog. I did uh, two for two today. Did you? Hot dogs, yeah. Oh, onions and mustard. And I told him to get back on there and let a little bit more onions and mustard. Really? Yeah. Delicious. Such a deal. <laughs> what a deal. Um, yeah, so Dirty Dancing, uh, no matter uh, that it, it starred the hunky, swarthy Patrick Swayze, uh, it still remains 100% a chick flick. But happy 25, uh, 25 anniversary. Let's cheer things up a little bit, shall we? Yeah. If you've never believed 
in the power of the Olympics. Surely this year's Summer Games in London changed your very mind. Why? Because they were the official 80s Olympics featuring athletes in their late 30s winning gold medals in beach volleyball and music and performances by 80s bands during the opening and closing ceremony. Sean Daly, I ask you because I'm sure you didn't watch a second of either ceremony. Which uh, 80s band do you believe made Spearsy cry? Um, Duran Duran. No. I'll give you a hint. Pet Shop Boys made you cry? Pet Shop Boys. Oh, that's nice. A little bit. No, I think it was the best opening and closing ceremonies ever. It was so... Here's the deal with the Olympics. So you watched them? For the most part. (laughs) Um, The Olympics are are, are set up to be this highfalutin event, and they are. You know? It's uh, essentially rare, you know? Um, so these opening and closing ceremonies are so like esoteric and like pretentious, right? And you know, it's usually it's usually Cirque du Soleil crap, right? Right. But Danny Boyle gets involved, you know, and the London Olympics are really pop the best uh, pop culture Olympics of all time, right? Yeah, I mean, here's the thing: you either I mean, love them or you the hate them. So this awesome, you know, this 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 really prestigious event has the Spice Girls in One Direction. I say, yeah, why not? If that's the fabric, if that's what defines you know London music, you also have the Who and McCartney and right, right. all these. You know, I, I like that they did that. And then Voldemort versus Mary Poppins, and you know, I again, that's that not once. that's not eighties. <laughs> <laughs> again, not what I thought it would be. Uh, yeah, here's the thing. I mean, I mean, it's clear that when you watch those uh, the Olympics, that Britain was was honoring the things that they believe they are the biggest contributors to in in world culture, and that would be literature. I'm, in, I'm thinking of dirty Mary Poppins stuff yeah. now. Mary a spoonful Poppins. of <laughs> Mary Piggins. So, <laughs> oh no, no, no. <laughs> so, literature and music, the British uh, excel in in popular culture. They have given us, especially children's literature, but uh, and and but but music. And so, I was I was I was just overwhelmed to see uh, madness. Um, Pet Shop Boys. Love Madness. Queen, George Michael, uh, Annie Lennox. Um, and then you also had featured the music of OMD. There was a little Frankie Goes to Hollywood, which is ironic because some of these songs that they played during these ceremonies were banned by the BBC back in the 80s. Wow. So kind of interesting that you play them now. Uh, even Mr. Bean shows up in a Chariots of Fire spoof, which, you know. Delightful. I found that to be hilarious. Eric Idle. Eric, and close, except for Ryan Seacrest talks over the whole and gives out the whole punchline. Oh. Ryan Seacrest really needs to be. I kind of like Seacrest. Really? That's kind of like my business model these days. As many gigs as you can get. You know, you don't have to be super talented. Just spread it around. Okay, as long as you said it. <laughs> ah, that hurts. <laughs> the, um, so I don't know. I mean, it was, it was nice to see it. I, I was kind of sad. I think it's the first time I've ever sat down and Wait, watched. Why were you sad? Why were you sad? Well, when it ended. I was kind of like, oh, you were sad. I was kind of bummed for a couple days. I was, oh, I was really I enjoying it. a hug. No, you wouldn't have. <laughs> you know what you'd give me? What? Another 80s News Now segment. Sisters, D. Snyder is banging his head. I can't believe I wrote that. Oh, because you actually did write it. I actually did write it because GOP vice presidential candidate Paul Ryan 
is using his hair metal band's anthem, We're Not Gonna Take It, on the campaign trail. And I quote D. Snyder, I emphatically denounce Paul Ryan's use of my band's Twisted Sister song in any capacity. There's almost nothing he stands for that I agree with except the use of P90X. Whoa. Daily, I have to ask you, what's more surprising? Uh, that another GOP person has borrowed, presumably without permission, a song from a band that clearly does not support a Republican platform, or Snyder actually approves of the use of uh, P90X. Yeah, this um, boneheadedness goes back to what Reagan using Born in the USA. Born in the USA. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why we're so savvy these days, especially on the, in the political spectrum, so savvy. Like, why are people still doing this dumb crap of using songs when they know they're going to get slapped for it? Like, do they now use them knowing they're going to get in trouble for it? Is That's there some sort of like a sort of like a hey, we're going to we hey, use this, we're yeah. going to call D Snyder out? Yeah, yeah. D Snyder, D uh, Snyder's we'll, going to we'll say something ton, boneheaded. We'll get a ton of publicity. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm embarrassed to say I don't know P90X. Oh, it's one of those like crazy. Uh, made-for-TV uh, exercise programs, you know. Really? Yeah. Do you do? Is it like a powder or a shake? No, it's. I don't know. I think it's a It's a combination of herky, like a, herky-jerkiness. A pleasure swing? Like you get on something? <laughs> yeah, it's just like a pleasure swing. But uh, Paul Ryan is a the huge... Sibian? He's a huge... Sibian? Fan. No. No. <laughs> can't even say that on this show. Is that, is that what it's called, the Sibian? I don't know. <laughs> But, uh, uh, no, I mean, uh, Paul Ryan is admittedly a fanatic of P90X. I mean, he's just like, that's why he looks like a toothpick. Yeah. So, hmm, that's bizarre. It happened uh, earlier this year. Michelle Bachman <laughs> was using American Girl by Tom Petty, and Tom Petty freaked oh, out about yeah. that. Somebody was using a Rush song. I can't remember who that was. Oh, you know who it was? It was uh, Rush Limbaugh was using Rush. Wait, what, Rush? Really? I don't know. Tom Sawyer, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> Fly all. by night. <laughs> I have no idea. what. what I, I, I vaguely remember... Hearing about Do you it. think we're nonpartisan, bipartisan on this show? Oh, people will probably accuse us of being leaning to the left a little. I don't think we are. I think we're as representatives of the Tampa Bay Times. I think I think we've been fair I mean, and balanced. If Obama decides to use a Hank Williams Jr. song, <laughs> yeah, and you know, <laughs> I know I, I think would write about now, that. Do Democrats? That'd be interesting. Like Democrats use a song. Like if uh, Obama used a Springsteen song, would Springsteen say anything? Or would he say it privately? Like, hey. Hey, please don't. Don't. But he wouldn't go. Yeah. That's interesting. If you're gonna use good. One, and if you're gonna use one, use Pink Cadillac. <laughs> yeah. That'd be, yeah, he has like five songs you can yeah. use and yeah. they're all like really use, crappy. Uh, cannot use Thunder Road. <laughs> but you can use uh, uh, Secret Garden. You can fool him and say use uh, on the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think uh, that's a good question. I wonder I wonder if that yeah, that's if it a goes good story. Around. We should get our music critic to actually do that. If we story. only had one. Ah, oh, so many phone calls. I know, but do you know what we do have instead of a music critic? <gasps> the Seggies. Ah, by the sound of the whatever that is, it's time. What is that anyway? I've never actually heard this show. Tango Boingo. The sound of Boingo Boingo must be time for Reader Mailbag. And we yes. have two very long emails. Oh, my gosh. So I'm going to leave the room for a while. Why so? All right. These letters come from Pistol Pete, the boy blunder from Down Under. And our second letter will be from Lady Buttercup. Are we sure Lady Buttercup is actually a lady? Because I've been fooled by that before. 
Really? <laughs> Are you trying to do the voice? It was really bad, wasn't it? <laughs> that was terrible. You sound like Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> Two weeks. <laughs> Hello, It's boys. not a tumor. That's, that's my only one. Hi, everybody. <laughs> you have to have it every week, every show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it sounds a little bit like Natalie Diffenball. Drink, drink, drink. Two eyes are not bright. That was cheap. Uh, yeah, it was cheap. I mean, I just like to screw up your, need, your production we need, time. We need, to, we need to like because we need to insert some energy into the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good day, Spearsy and Daily. Really good day. Do they really say that, or was that just like a, I'm afraid they do? Yeah, is that like people come over and they're, they're like, "Hey, America!" And they're like, "Hey, where's the beef?" <laughs> you guys still saying that? Oh man, I have no idea what I've said this entire <laughs> show. I'm so tired. Good day, Spearsy and Daily. Uh, I've just finished listening to your latest Stuck in the 80s podcast and was pleasantly surprised to hear the new Aussie 80s seggy. It became apparent from the struggles on how to pronounce didgeridoo, some input from your fans down under was in order. Having spent all of my 80s teenage formative years in Sydney and surrounding suburbs, allow me to enlighten you as to the true Aussie music scene in the decade of decadence. Firstly, firstly, the most instantly recognizable, ooh, recognizable with an S, uh, Aussie music talent in the 80s, such as Air Supply, Rick Springfield, Olivia Newton-John, Men at Work, The Church, and to a lesser degree, In Excess and Midnight Oil, were either based overseas or constantly touring the Northern Hemisphere for the best part of the decade, trying to prize open the lucrative U.S. and European markets. As such, they weren't as readily accessible to make that live connection with, uh, relying on a weekly national music show countdown to gain attention. Bearing in mind, MTV didn't arrive on our... Shores until April 1987. Wow. It's late. It was the local second-tier bands, for want of a better term, that conjure the fondest memories, particularly intimate live venues that would hold 600 to 800 punters. Punters? (laughs) These pubs and clubs would have live bands most nights of the week, and it wasn't uncommon for the better bands to perform four to six times per week across the countryside. I can close my eyes and still see the walls of these venues literally sweating with condensation. Still feel my shoes sticking to the beer-soaked carpets. Still feel the cigarette smoke haze burning my eyes. And recall some fine local talent that may have gained greater recognition in the internet age, when the world, in particular distant markets like Australia, suddenly were at your fingertips. <laughs> I'm just going to steal this for the book that I'm yeah, Bands such as the quirky Mental as Anything, who had an amazing 18 top 40 hits in the 80s. Wow, have you ever heard of Mental as Anything? I I want to say yes. You know, this kind of works as our awesome 80s. Yeah, we don't have to do one. Or was it 80s down under? (laughs) That's a different segment. The hedonistic (laughs) surf vibes of Australian Crawl and the Sunny Boys. The industrial grind of hunters and collectors. I know that one. We'll have them on the show. The raw aggression of V-Spy, V-Spy. The dance. Is that how it is? Versus Spy, versus Spy, maybe? I have no idea. V-Spy, V-Spy? Uh... Uh, the Dance Floor Dynamo's Pseudo Echo, Kids in the Kitchen, I'm Talking, and Wawa Knee. <laughs> the mischievous Uncanny X-Men. The suburban poets like Paul Kelly and Don Walker of Cold Chisel. The raw 60s-style garage rock of Hoodoo Gurus. The smooth Mondo rock. The feral, feral Chrissy Amphlet and her divinals. And on and on and on. I eagerly look forward to Steve the Skipper Spears and Sean Gilligan Daly. What? 
Why am I? Uh, anyone's Gilligan. Yeah, I, I'm sure. I can't really fight that one. I'm more Setting sail on the SS stuck in the 80s, leaving the security of Journey and Ario Speedwagon behind them Never. until I have to review Journey at the RNC. Uh, undertaking their next voyage of 80s music discovery south of the equator. Thanks again for appeasing the masses down under and featuring our treasured 80s homegrown heroes. Forever stuck in the 80s, Pistol Pete, the boy blunder from down under. Well, let's get something straight here. I mean, what character are you on Gilligan's Island? I don't, I'm the professor. Um, I'm like, uh, the, like when the globe cop, <laughs> came to cameo, yeah. Yeah. or the, the Japanese sub commander. <laughs> Remember that? I didn't realize the war was over. That's you. Uh, it was really, he's just like blowing everybody up. It was really like on PC. Well, didn't they have like a mad bomber on the island? Jeez, <laughs> <Mad bomber laughs> yeah. I don't remember. Did I, uh, imagine no, that? No, seriously, you gotta, you gotta pick one of the normal characters. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'd have to be Gilligan and you'd be the skipper cause you bellow at me and you're mean to me. Hit you um, do we would we sleep on hammocks? And if we did, who would have the top hammock? Oh, uh, I don't yeah, know. I guess you would. Yeah, God, you wouldn't be able to rest too easy in a hammock with me above you on a hammock. That would just be <laughs> menacing. <laughs> I could see you, you would turn over and like, hello, speaker. <laughs> I got I got a hole where my face should be. So <laughs> I can, <laughs> Happy Halloween, ladies. <laughs> All night long, just my face. <laughs> what are you that? doing down there? Spe- spe- Whoa, don't know. Not with me in the room. You know the rules. Put it away. Uh, it's an island. Uh, <laughs> Spoon of coconut, spoonful of banana. What are you doing? You're like going off. I love that show. Uh, dear Sean and Steve. Letter number two, yeah. This is from Lady Buttercup. Let's see what she has to say. I have been an avid listener of the fantastic and beautiful podcast that is Stuck in the 80s for about two years now. Excellent. And I have to say, I love you guys. Whenever I'm having a bad day, I know I can always turn on my computer and tune in to the sweet, therapeutic, and hilarious banter between the two of you. I have thought of writing to you earlier, but I never could find the courage, as I am not very good at writing letters. But after listening to the latest episode, Rock Dinosaurs Volume 5, I felt compelled to write this. Nice. As I have stated above, I love you guys. However, I am very disappointed in you, Steve. Wow. Usually the the, the disappointment is aimed uh, towards me. But this time, Lady Buttercup takes issue with Mr. Spears. How dare you say that Sean's love of Phil Collins is fetish-like? When those words left your lips and entered my ears, I found, found myself gasping, Mama, no! Mama, no! In true Sean fashion, much to the annoyance dismay of my cat, Willow, and my dog, Kiefer. Yes, I named him after the great Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland after watching The Lost Boys for the first time. And even though I had my cat before I saw Willow, the movie, I'm sure that subconsciously I was already becoming an 80s fan. Just thought I would clear that up. Give us a little Willow, Steve. You are great. (laughs) This is the only line everybody knows. Yeah, pretty much. But I digress. Phil Collins is one of the greatest, capital, greatest artists of all Oh, of the 80s, if not all time. He deserves all of Sean's love. And you know what, Lady Buttercup? He gets it. All of my love to you, Phil Collins, and not the Spearsy. Uh, he deserves all of Sean's love and everyone else's for that matter. His music is so beautiful and his lyrics go straight to the heart. I cry every time Against All Odds comes on. So take a look at me now, Spearsy. 
Um, and I always air drum to his drum solo in the air tonight. Don't you dare take away what is rightfully his. But I still love you, Steve. Although I do think you owe Sean and Phil Collins an apology and maybe a hug. I'm waiting. Never. Before I go, I have a confession to make. Technically, I didn't grow up in the 80s. In fact, I wasn't even born in the 80s. I am, it's horrifying, I know, a 90s kid. Gasp. But even though I have this crippling disadvantage, I am trying so very desperately to find a way back to the glorious decade. Find your way back! Uh, if you have any news on uh, an available DeLorean flux capacitor included, if possible, Michael J. Fox optional, then maybe, just maybe, I will finally be able to be stuck in the decade that I love. Let's see how this finishes. Hopefully, with a little bit of 80s magic and the thumbs up from the 80s guys I trust the most, I will finally be a part of the most excellent club of all time, forever wishing to be stuck in the 80s, Lady Buttercup. That's nice. That's nice. Those are long letters. I know. People were in the mood. We got a picture of Lady Buttercup? No. Nope. I guess not. Remember you used to get all those pictures from all the fans? I would get none, and you would get all sorts of stuff. You have to ask to receive. Look at that. You got that nervous look on your face. Don't worry. Don't worry, Spears. I won't sell you out. All right. Well, we have to tell people right now. Well, first of all, tell them where they can send their letters. You can always send your letters. And please send more, because we're lonely. And uh, if this hurricane hits us, it might be the last thing we read. No pressure. You hate weather. You're terrified of weather. Of lightning. Yeah, wind you don't like and lightning. rain doesn't bother me, but uh, flooding and and uh, lightning. Uh, send them to stuck in the eighties at tampabay dot com. Levi's moving on jeans for guys with a fashion. Levi's moving on jeans. She's like the wind through my tree. Next to me She leads me through moonlight Only to burn me with the sun She's taking my heart But she doesn't know what she's done And we're back And you might have noticed that the segues were kind of short this week Yes, I'm furious <laughs> It's my one time to shine you know, it's- And you robbed that it's funny. Two reasons. One is is as we're, we're racing to get this podcast produced before uh, we're wiped from the face of the earth. Stop! And, so bleak. Um, the know, convergence take a long time. The to convergence produce. of the RNC and a hurricane is almost comical in the chaos theory. It's it's end of days sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, twenty twelve. You know? But uh, <laughs> but also, I mean, I'm I'm a little disappointed. The number of uh, responses that we've gotten from the last show. Really? You're punishing people? I think we've gotten two correct answers to the what? mystery movie moment. And I, I don't want to give it away, but it, the movie rhymes with the mother lurple. <laughs> <laughs> so thinking along those lines, and maybe you'll figure it out, 
the uh, and then and the, the music one was real simple, and so I'm I'm not feeling the love, and so you can and yeah, we got a lot of comments. People seem to enjoy the last show, but they're just not playing along. No playing along anymore. Wow, we're punishing them. So maybe it's time to rethink the whole segies. Is it too? Maybe hard? we do letters. Yeah. Maybe we don't do prizes and I, I don't, thought people liked it. The quizzes anymore? We do segs or we do letters. Yeah, awesome odd, Aussie eighties. Or should we let people just answer? Hey, the, what happened to um, PPTMN? People don't give a crap anymore about us. We haven't gotten one of those in forever. Really? I love PPTMN. I know you did. I know you ah! did. What else? What are some other failed segies? Oh, the oh, historic, hy- 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 hysterical <laughs> historical happenings. Oh, man. That lasted. Anyway, well, listen. Here's our promise to you. If you guys promise to keep listening and send us things, letters, prizes, pictures. Snacks. Snacks. Um, we will in turn keep uh, putting out great shows, but we got some uh, business to do with the RNC, right? We're, no, so you're going to be taking my glorious prose and cramming it into the paper. Yeah, thing? I get to sit here from five o'clock at night till two in the morning. God, uh, and I'm going to be filing some of that stuff to you at, at the end of your shift. You are going to be oh, the meanest, surly bastard. <laughs> Admit you're admitting it now, which is nice. But you're oh, just going to yeah. be, hey, dude, I don't have time for jokes. Like I'm going to be all wired and stuff. Hey, Spearsy, meh, meh, meh. <laughs> Dude, no, I'm not in the mood for it. Like radio silence. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I, I wish you could come on Thursday night, um, right after Romney accepts the nomination. Um, come to the Journey after party. Yeah, they're playing. They're not right playing. across, like uh, literally two blocks from the Tampa Bay Times Forum, yeah. where the RNC is going down. Boom! Then Journey, don't stop, Mitt Romney. It's funny. I mean, I'm assuming. I mean, it's going to be. A, it's the yeah. after party. I'm going to be right in the thick of it. I, I'm assuming that for the most part. I mean, I've never read anything from the. The only thing I've read lately about Journey and politics is that that both the band and Steve Perry are trying to be very protective about the the political uses of "Don't Stop Believing." So they don't want it used for any. They're very protective of that song to begin with. You know, they get asked. I remember when I talked to. Uh, I forget when I talked to Perry or when I, or I remember reading an article that Neil Sean had, had given or something where he said literally every other day somebody asks to use that song for some yeah. reason. So every other day they have to make a decision about whether or not to, to lend out use of the song. <clears throat> so I'm assuming that their appearance here uh, as part of the RNC, I mean, they're playing an after party. They're not playing inside the building. No, and it's, it's, it's spo- a, sponsored by somebody. It's the creative coalition. So yeah. they set up at the, at the DNC and the RNC. Yeah. So here's the deal. It's a, pay- so, it's a paycheck. It is, and it, it, it's in a way, it's nonpartisan, right? It is, you know. But the, but journeys it still here. looks. It, it looks. Still, yeah, it looks. When, you know. Yeah, you show up here, but the their counterpart, the Creative Coalition show at the DNC, is the B fifty two is up in Charlotte. Wow. The week after, so I ask you, I ask you, Stephen mm. Q Spears, who got the better deal, Charlotte and the B fifty twos, or Tampa and Journey? It's not clear cut. <gasps> It's not clear cut because I can understand on a, on a sheer musical performance uh, rating, the B fifty twos are by far a much better band live now than Journey is, and they're still they're still intact. You know, Fred's Fred's still singing, um, but but Journey's going to have that moment where they play "Don't Stop Believing," and all the people go crazy, and mm-hmm. it's going to feel like. It's going to feel hopeful. It's going to feel, you know, like a hopeful political message. I mean, the B-52s don't have a don't stop believing. Rock Lobster 
<laughs> doesn't mean oh, a thing. God, yeah. You know, rock lobster. I mean, it's just not going to be, it's going to be a lot more fun to beat the B 52. I think there's a better chance of Fred Schneider too making a political statement. Um, let's send yeah. Obama back to the love shack that is the White House. Yeah, you know? I agree with that. Then I think Journey is going to put on a, on a on a good show. A lot of people are going to be there celebrating, but I think they're just going to be p- singing music, and everybody in the crowd will be celebrating. I don't think you're going to yeah. hear Arnell Pineda say one thing or another. I don't yeah. even know if he's a citizen. I mean, he he might still be a citizen of the Philippines. I, you know, I've seen. Uh, journey many times in concert and there's not especially now that uh perry's gone there's not a lot of stage banter it's just boom 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 they just run right to the songs really there's no you know night there's no there's no jack blaze <laughs> i do declare there was talk about like ranger playing here they were on the list uh, you can still point. rock in america would have been you know i could see where yeah. that would have been a, a moment but yeah you know but you got a lot of i think there are going to be a lot of people at that journey after party and I'll be one of them. Yeah, unless the unless or we'll be on rafts. It's glorious, Spearsy. Just give me the give me your words. <laughs> I'm not in the mood. I don't really care. I want to go home. I have a belly ache. <laughs> Spears, I'm having the time of my life. Don't stop believing in Mitt Romney. No, I'm not kidding, Sean. Wouldn't it be funny if they said you will perform, but we're not going to play "Don't Stop Believing." Instead, we'll give you separate ways (laughs) which actually is kind of interesting in the statement itself but wouldn't it be funny if they said yeah we'll we'll do it you know thank you for the $500,000 paycheck or whatever it costs to get a band like Journey but but here are the conditions one we're not going to say anything and and two we're not going to play Don't Stop Believing I bet they would. I bet that deal breaker right there I bet the GOP or whoever's doing would say nah no I'm sorry you you know do you have any interest in these Journey would be the only show you go to right yeah. Kid Rock is a good get. No. Oh, it's going to be You great. could pay me and sit through it's be five great. minutes of that. No, that's like the best. Kid Rock is probably the best get an RNC has ever had. Because RNC famously doesn't get a lot of great celebrities. Yeah. You know, Hollywood's a liberal town. But this is the, the music's really, really good. Come on. Kid Rock's going to be awesome. American Badass? I love that. He's playing the RNC. Has he even had an album in the last he endorsed. Years? He endorsed Romney, so you better believe he's going to say something. Yeah, he'll say something. You know, everyone's I can't wait. Their political I can't opinions. wait. Wednesday night, I'm going to be fired up. <laughs> I just can't wait for the election season to be over. Is this- it Cowboy or The Cowboy? Spears is Cowboy. Come on, why are you in a bad mood? <laughs> dude. Dude, you always call me dude when you're angry. Yeah. Yeah. Look. Oh, I'm just trying to wrap this sucker up. Yeah, all right. Dude. Hey, we'll and be back in a couple weeks, right? We will be. I promise. And then, you know what? This is going to be a great fall for Stuck in the 80s. We got all sorts of things uh, we're going, lined yeah, up. Yeah, we're going. We're, <laughs> we're doing gonna a- go that one place we talked about. There's... <laughs> That, we're guy, that, that guy. guy that we're going to talk to, we got. I him. wish we were like going doing like a college edition where we go to like college campuses all over the country. We probably couldn't be more insignificant on the college <laughs> campuses unless we. Why were, no? Unless we're handing out free condoms, man. Nobody shows up to see us. Period. <laughs> oh, I leave you with that visual. Oh. Sean Daly with a condom in his hand. Jesus, man, <laughs> so vitriolic, so, so very angry. Play a little hey, and uh, for for all our whether you're Democrat or Republican. Play a little more twisted sister we're not gonna take yeah. it as we go out what do you say i agree 100 percent. and along with daily myself and d snyder we remain here hopelessly stuck in the 80s oh, we're stuck in the 80s is produced by the tampa bay times and tampabay.com special thanks to check battery daily for the music for the opening credits read our blog at tampabay.com slash blogs slash 80s 
And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast at iTunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.